What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. We're here to give you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to talk about Knicks loss because the Knicks lose to the Miami Heat 108 to 101. Sucky feeling, really sucky feeling losing the first game uh, in the second round. But we're here now and we're going to talk about it all. But before we talk about it, shout out to Fubu TV. If you want to watch the Knicks for free for seven days, go to fubutv.com slash KOT. So thank you guys for rocking with us and also you know uh shout out to um everybody's watching after a loss i know it hurts to watch after a loss and there's a lot of a lot of people and things to blame but me personally i blame uh latin assassin lee for this loss for calling uh for, for calling that man a kardashian man i i think you put some bad juju on us when you call kyle lowry or kardashian and he was like oh yeah i'm gonna show you i'm gonna drop 20 in your head so i don't know put this l on lee you can't spell loss without lee all right without the l and lee so first loss is on you but let me do you through my guys <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to my man latin assassin uh espn contributor posting posting contributor my man lee escobedo what's going on lee yo yo uh yeah i thought i thought maybe he was chloe kardashian i guess he's actually uh rod Kardashian. rob kardashian uh he had a few buckets today man he looked all right i don't think that's going to sustain over the course of his season stand by all the takes kind of happy we got punched in the mouth today bring us back down to earth uh, hopefully Tibbs has a game plan for next game. I trust that he does. All right. And of course, you know, it is my man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts in the building. Right. He's in the building and see, I warned y'all. I warned y'all after, after yesterday, I was like, yo, you, you stay here making fun of Kyle Lowry. He going to drop over 10 points on us and show enough that dude dropped 18 on us because we <laughs> out here making jokes about my man's shape. So mm-hmm. I'm going to show you shape. All right. <laughs> Show you shape of this follow through. Wow. It was bad. It was bad. But yo, we we gonna get to it, man. This I was really confident, and I was more confident than usual. Because usually I'm, I'm more I'm more conservative. But one of the reasons I was really confident was R.J. Barrett. I felt like R.J. Barrett really turned the corner in that last series. And to be honest, despite uh, his bad play in the fourth quarter. He he did pretty well for a lot of this game. That first quarter was amazing. He finished the half with 13 points. He finished the game, though. I'm gonna check his game stats. He checked, he finished the game with what 26 points on the night and shot pretty efficiently as well. You know, 26 points, um, nine rebounds and seven assists is a really good game. Mix it up, got missed some lobs even today i see he has he he's added things to his game he's been shooting well ever since he he moved his shooting pocket over to the left a little bit um he's actually has a go-to move where he drives right spins left goes over the shoulder he's been able to do that on drive right spin left drive left spin right he's added dimensions to his game that's making him more dangerous um and he he, he just made a few few dumb turnovers in the fourth quarter um 
But um, I, I thought we was going to win this game, but not enough shooting. Not enough shooting to me was the biggest issue. Um, uh, who, who's 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 pissed? Who's more pissed? And whoever's more pissed, I'm gonna let start off this this breakdown. <laughs> Nobody's pissed. pissed. Hmm? Nobody's. I'm pissed? not pissed. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm not really pissed either. I mean, I'll just say this. Um, going into this series, I expected it to be a hard fought series. I didn't think it was a series that the Knicks would just run over the Heat. Like, you know, how some Knicks fans were talking prior to this series. Um, because like I said, if you look at the if you look at how the Heat played the Knicks in the regular season, a lot of those games are one, two possession games. It's not like the Knicks just ran over the Heat easily. The Heat always played the Knicks tough. And I think one of the main differences in this game was the three-point shoot, like JL has said, that Miami Heat made 13 threes. The Knicks held them to 33% from three-point range, which is more around, you know, where Miami shoots from the three-point range. And the Knicks only made seven three-pointers. And Miami just decided in that second quarter, in the second half, they was like, you know what? We're just going to shut down the paint and you're going, and we're going to force you to shoot threes. And that's exactly what Miami did. And the Knicks, couldn't, and the Knicks could not hit any of them. Mm-hmm. And that's how Miami was able to get back into the game. Also with the added fact that they kind of sped up the tempo a little bit and offered some of those brick threes that the Knicks – had in the second half, they had guys leaking out for easy baskets as well. And that kind of changed the momentum of the game. And also I want to point at some other stats, which also made a difference in this game. Because when you look at the team stats, besides the fact that the Knicks could not hit threes and at the free throw line, they missed a lot of free throws as well. But if you look at the stats, where did the Knicks have a major advantage of the Cavaliers, which helped them to win the previous series offensive rebounds mm-hmm. the Knicks killed the Cavaliers on the boards yep in this game they did out rebound the Miami Heat by nine but offensive rebounds it was only 12 to 10 the Knicks only had two more offensive rebounds than the Miami Heat the Miami Heat did a good job keeping the Knicks off the boards for the most part especially on the offensive glass and uh, and also another key that that led to the loss today was turnovers mm-hmm the Knicks had 13 turnovers. The Heat had nine turnovers. Off of those 13 turnovers, the Heat got 22 points off of them, which is major as well. So if the Knicks cannot knock down their threes, the only way they're going to win this series, they have to kill them on the offensive glass and get second chance opportunities. And they have to keep and they have to take care of the ball. And also Julius Randle has to come back healthy because this is a guy that against the Miami Heat this season, he averaged 27 and nine against the Heat this season. The Heat cannot hold this man. And they're going to need, and Knicks are going to need all the bodies that they're going to, and the Knicks are going to need every body that they can have to beat this Miami Heat team. Because the one thing that Heat do have over the Knicks is experience. And the experience showed in the fourth quarter for the Heat and where they were able to keep their poise and win this game while the Knicks were kind of, all over the place in the in the fourth quarter, especially the late minutes. I agree with everything Ryan just said. The Miami Heat are extremely well coached. He's the best coach in the Eastern Conference, Eric Spoelstra, for a reason. He made some Metzone in-game adjustments and a halftime adjustment to slow down R.J. Barrett going downhill. Uh, also, the zone defense really uh, took us out the game in the second half as well. We shot 20% overall from three. We have to shoot better than 30% for us to win this series from a three-point line if we're going to control the pace and the space. Uh, I think Kyle Lowry 
hitting the fourth most shots on the on the, in the team is a good thing. Uh, he didn't shoot well from the field. He shot 41.7% from the field, which you'll live with that for 18 points. He only took one less shot than Bam Adebayo. So that steam of leaving him open, I can live with that. It's a Dave Vincent and a Matt Struess is that I don't want hitting, shooting over 50% from the three-point line. Those are the things you really got a lot down on because Lowry can't take it over an entire season. So he's still black China to me. But R.J. Barrett played really well in this series. I, I have no bad things to say about our, our, our bottom man, Barrett. He played fantastic. Uh, I really wanted, I think, Jalen Brunson. If anyone had played, uh, if I wanted anyone to have a better game, it was Jalen Brunson and Quentin Grimes, I thought, were the two players that played the worst tonight in, in comparison to how they usually play during the regular season. I'm quite, I'm I'm interested. Why, why Jalen Brunson? I felt like in a game like this, I keep, I've been saying for a while, what happens when Jalen Brunson doesn't have the ball? Because that's what's that's going to dictate how far we get in this game. And Jalen Brunson gets in the tooth of the defense, and he has to pass it out. And once you pass it out, it's up to our team, you know, to hit shots. And if they're not doing that, they're shooting 20% from the three, then what else can you do when there's three or four people in the paint? So I'm I mean, defensively, he is what he is. But I'm, what do you think Jalen Brunson had to do more? I'm kind of curious. Uh, he was 0 from 7 from 3. Really simple. He's, he's got to hit like two threes. Uh, going 0 from 7 from the perimeter is unacceptable. He put the loss on him after the game. I wouldn't go that far, but it was all his fault. But I think not hitting a single three really allows for the Heat to stick with their zone and collapse on the on the on the drives, which just it slowed us down. You know, we're, we're breaking threes and those long outlet rebounds for their leaking uh, players who just go for easy transition baskets. Jimmy Butler's did easy baskets in the lane, so was Dave Vincent. It's just really hard to to, to control the pace when you're breaking from the perimeter. It's fun. I, I guess I gauge the. It's funny. Brunson has been really good shooting off the dribble threes. I have to look at it again. I don't think he had a lot of like uh, catch and shoot threes because when I, when I'm thinking when I think of missed threes and how much it hurt, I feel like off the dribble threes are kind of like, all right, they're going under the screen. They're a little bit harder. We have to catch them off guard. We hit this off off the dribble three. Like when when RJ and Brunson are collapsing the defense, we gotta hit those catch and shoot threes. Those are the wide open gimmies. Like the, like to me, like those. To me, take precedent over. All right, I gotta shoot the game. You know what I'm saying? I have to shoot off the dribble and do whatever because my team is just not hitting three. Like this is this is probably why I say even all season, sometimes our assist numbers are so low, and sometimes I feel like it was deceiving how low those assist numbers were because when the paint is just packed like that. We, we got to punish people, and we just have not this whole season. I don't know. That's, that, that's, that's just me. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Ryan touched on a few things. It's the pace of the Miami team. I, I've heard the broadcast talk about, you know, this the, the Miami, they're the 29th pace in the league. The, the, the Miami Heat have a top three pace in the playoffs. They, they that whole so we can't even go by the 29th pace in the league anymore. They're gonna push the butt. They're gonna push the ball. And you seen that on makes they were pushing the ball. And guys like guys like Struess and Vincent were getting off because I think it took us a minute to get used to their pace a little bit. And then once we got used to their pace, we were able to shut that off. So I don't think they're gonna I don't think game two, I don't think those guys are gonna get those same type of looks 
any more from three because I I think we'll, we're not going to be caught off our heels anymore. And, and and realistically, even the points they did get, they they, they got shut off pretty quickly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they got shut off pretty pretty quickly, with the exception of maybe the second quarter, where I felt like the the second unit. They fought defensively, but they had a few miscues. Like Obi Top and Mister Mister, um, like a rotation, and uh, IQ fouled Vincent on a three point shot that caused a four point play. So I think we'll be fine next game holding those guys. But like Ryan said, we still have we have to out rebound guys. We have to cut down on turnovers. We have to win the possession game. That's how we were successful all season, and that's how we're going to to beat these guys moving forward. Is not let us lose the the offense rebound game, the turnover game, and 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 getting those extra possessions and the steals. We were number one in steals, um, last last series, and I think the the, the Heat had more steals than we did. All right, so salute. I you know you talk about Randall. How did you think? Obi played this game. Um, I think Obi played well. Like he played, like I mean, he played as good as I think that we'd expect him to play. I mean, eighteen points, seven to fifteen from three, four of eleven from three. Um, I did like the fact, and and I think the major stat is eight rebounds. He had eight rebounds today, so he definitely crashed the boards as well. I had no issue with Obi's game today. You know, he also um. I think he played with he, I think he played well within the offense, you know, just especially when the Knicks had the ball movement in the first half. Yeah. That's when he really shined. Yeah. Yeah. In the fourth quarter, the Knicks kind of got away from the ball movement that they had in the first half. And then when the Heat started to pack the paint, that that I think that made guys like Obi and other guys a little less effective in the second half. But overall, I think Obi played a good game and I think, like, even though Obi played well, I don't want people to feel like as if the Knicks don't need Randall because, you know, because, because the way some Knicks fans are on Twitter, they feel like, you know, the Knicks play much better with Obi and this and that. And, I, and Obi does add another dimension to the Knicks. But people have to not disregard Randall because if, the, because if Randall is not healthy this series, the Knicks are going to lose this series. They're going to need Randall to play well and dominate in the paint and be physical because the one thing that he, this Heat team is, this Heat team is physical. And with Mitch alone in the paint, having to battle Bam, having to battle Kevin Love and this and that, he was a little less effective. Knicks is going to need another big body in the paint yeah. to handle these guys. And, Rand, and that's where I think Randall's going to be more effective than Obi because Randall is just a more physical guy than Obi. He's going to be able to handle more of the Heat's physicality within the paint. So... Obi played well today. I had no issues with his game, but I just don't want people to like discredit Randall because Obi plays well. Like the Knicks are gonna need Randall in this series as well if they're gonna get past the Heat. Ryan hit the, the nail on the head again. Uh, really great analysis today, Ryan. Shout out. I, I agree 100. Obi is extremely effective when the ball is moving and the Knicks have momentum going downhill. There's no one on the Heat can stop him. Not even Bam, Bam Adebayo. But when things slow down into a grind like they did in the fourth quarter with supposed adjustments he's very ineffective you know, I think he was really he was dangerous when you know he's catching it on the break and pulling up for three but when he's rotating on the corner and you know trying to pull up from from a corner and, and three-point opportunities he was really I mean he would just let him 
shoot. And those Brit shots were leading to a lot of transition points for the Heat. So the, all those things that he's able to do downhill, he's not able to do uh, when he tries to catch and shoot or catch and drive. It's just not the same level of effectiveness. And the Heat really locked down on that and, and just dared him to shoot in the fourth quarter. I was getting so many texts in my group chats about, like, we're, uh, we can live with Obi shooting. Like, you know, let's let's that's a game plan is allow Obi to shoot, which is different when Julius Randle's in the game because not, not only is Julius Randle good in the half court or a transition, he's dominant, one of the best players in isolation sets as well in terms of like points per possession. So we need we need Randle. I don't know if we need him back next game, but definitely once we're in Miami, hopefully we have that split. We're absolutely going to need him away because more than any other player on this team, he plays better away than he does at home. Yo, it's funny. I'm comfortable with OB shooting, to be honest with you. Like, even if you look at the the, the, the shots today, <laughs> 36% from three. Like, he's the only one who kind of hit, uh, like, an NBA average on the team from the three-point line. You know what I mean? So, to me, it's, it's, I'm not worried about leaving OB open for three. Like, he's, to me, weirdly enough, he's, he still seems the most confident, maybe because he had to live under the pressure of, living and dying by shots by Tib. He's, he's kind of like built him up for the playoffs a little bit where it doesn't matter to him. But um, I do agree with your your Randall take. For me, it's just more of a variety um, offensively for us. Another way to generate points and wide open looks is, is harder to scheme. Like you said, they schemed that second half to get uh, RJ less open looks. It's harder to scheme for three guys who can be offensive playmakers at the same time. So I... I that's my um my reason for having uh Randall back and he looked he looked good in in warm-ups today so I thought maybe he might be yeah. back on game three but it, it could be possible he's back for game two for sure and shoots to be honest with you I'm not sure if they're gonna have um Jimmy Butler game two because Jimmy Butler twisted his ankle and he looked hobbled and one of the one of the things that was a little bit annoying is we didn't attack him yeah and the, the Heat did a really good job of keeping the ball out of Jalen Brunson's hands for a huge amount of time in that fourth quarter because Jalen Brunson rarely saw the ball. Um, RJ had to do a lot of decision-making, and he's grown. He's grown a lot over these series. The fourth quarter wasn't the best for him, and I, I don't think he knew how to attack or when to attack when that happened. I don't know what. Like, even sometimes... I even heard that the announcers go, oh, attack him in the pick and roll. I'm like, why attack him in the pick and roll? They're just going to switch. Like, to me, if I have my man on one leg and you're going to keep him in the game, clear out. <laughs> I don't need a pick so you can just switch the other guy on me. Clear out. Unless it's some, unless the other guy is like, you know, well, I mean, maybe if he's two, two feet tall, then it makes a difference. But, man, I saw Jimmy on one ankle. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? But that that's one of those on-the-moment things where you got to have to just know, have your instincts about you or yep. the coach has to point that out. Well said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good point. Yeah, and I do want to just say one thing right quick because I do agree with me, and I'm going to take a book out of – I'm going to take a page out of JLS's book for this one. With Randall, I would, rather, I would rather Randall not play game two and just have him rest because the Knicks have about, I think, three full days off between yeah. game two and game three. And I feel like the Knicks can win without Obi, I mean, without Randall at the Garden. They just need to tweak a few things and hit some three-pointers. If the Knicks were hitting threes today, the Knicks would have won the game. 100%. So if, if, the Knicks, if the Knicks can hit their shots and limit their turnovers, 
I do feel like the Knicks can steal one without Randall at the Garden. But yeah, when they go to Miami, yeah, Randall needs to be up and ready for Game Three. He, the Knicks are definitely going to need him on the road in Miami. This loss felt very different than the Atlanta Hawks Game One loss two years ago, where like I was like, oh shit, Reggie Bullock sucks. Nerlens Noel sucks. <laughs> like Julius Randle is getting doubled. Alfred Payton blows. Like Alfred Payton could not play professional basketball in this playoff yeah. setting. I didn't have those feelings today. I was like, oh, there's Josh Hart, 0 for 4. You know, there's Jalen Brunson, 0 for 7. Like Grimes, 1 for 4, whatever it was. Guys just missed threes. If one or two of those guys hit 50%, we win the game and we're up 1 nothing. I thought the defensive strategy, I thought Tibbs' rotations, I really thought everything was pretty crisp. Yeah. I thought Tibbs coached a pretty good game. I don't put any blame on Tom Thibodeau for, for this loss. Guys just miss shots. Yeah. And I think if you take that approach, and I think the players are too, we're going to not stop them, but we're going to win game two. And then go to Miami, where we're actually better on the road than we are at home. You know, that is home too, MSG South. Now you're right. You're absolutely right, though. Like When I'm looking... When I'm looking around, I'm like, all right, Josh Hart, even with, sometimes when Josh Hart doesn't, is even healthy skeleton sometimes, even in those moments, he ends up hitting the big shot for us. He did not hit the big shot for us today. You know what I mean? So it, it, I've come accustomed to him, to him just being fumbly and then just hitting a three. <laughs> and that didn't happen today. So I, I feel like stuff like that is going to happen today. I feel like we did some good things. Jimmy Butler, yeah. we kind of forced Jimmy Butler to be – um to get all his baskets off ball. Like the way he was torturing the Bucks when he was ISO in this, he wasn't really able to do that today. The way he got his buckets Max. was was leaking out, you know, leaking out and, and getting, you know, fast break points. And they did kudos to Jimmy. They, they took advantage of Josh's heart's uh, propensity to offensive rebound. They leaked out, threw a touchdown pass, got some easy buckets that way. They I felt like the Knicks did a pretty good job when Kevin Love was on the court. I felt like Mitch did a decent job, like actually contesting threes. I I, I felt like he did a decent job yes. of that. Um, schematically though, we still with Mitch out. We like we're still a little bit vulnerable because our guys can't aren't really that good at uh helping when people attack when Mitch is out there. But I, I thought Mitch did a pretty decent job on that. I, I felt like overall we took away a lot of their first option stuff pretty effectively. We, mm -hmm. we just have to hit shots. We were we shot eighteen percent from three at halftime and we're up by five. Eighteen <laughs> percent, up by five. So we we just got to hit shots. And hold on, Emmanuel quickly. Matt, can you please come to the playoffs? Please. <laughs> oh, man. Manual. Manual. The office, please. ASAP. Uh, Masua. Trash, man. Oh, my God. One of the reasons why I said, you know what, I think we're going to win this game because I felt like between RJ Barrett and Emmanuel quickly, we would have enough playmaking to make up for the difference of not having Randall. I thought that because I already knew when the fourth quarter comes, they're going to take the ball out of Brunson's hands. Somebody else has to make plays. And I didn't feel like quickly still didn't you know, make the plays. RJ stepped up. He grew yep. up. He's making it more. He's making plays more, more readily. High assist came to made a lot of great decisions with the set for like two or bad one, two or three bad ones in the fourth quarter. Um, especially the, the up and under, 
layup where he fell to the f- yeah, that was, Bruh. That was, bad. <laughs> that was pretty bad. But yeah, we just need a little bit more. So Emmanuel, Emmanuel, quickly, please step to the podium, please, please. We we just need one old school IQ game. Just just yeah, just yeah. One. This one, this that's what we need right now. The three X factors for Miami, I thought Tibbs did a pretty good job of making that a priority to limit their efficiency from the field. Duncan Robinson, 0 for 5 yeah. on all three-point attempts. Absolute bum. Played him great. Caleb <laughs> <laughs> Martin, 3 of 18, 1 of 5 from 3. And Gabe Vincent, their third best player, we limited him at 37.5% field goal shooting, which I thought was very effective. That, that was a key I think to us keeping it close in the fourth quarter when we couldn't hit the broad side of a barn from the perimeter was our, our limitations on Vincent and really making Jimmy do everything. Uh, if we didn't keep that and keep, I rather Lowry hit open shots than Dave Vincent. Dave Vincent just, he's a clutch player. He has more, I think off the dribble potential right now than Lowry does at, at 48 years old. So, you know, as long as we can contain Dave Vincent, man, I think we really got a shot to split this before we go back to Miami. I'm not sleeping on Larry no more, dog. Like the way, yeah, you know, like, like, like all all Larry jokes are done right now. Like I'm I, good, man. I, I ain't joking on that man no more, man. I ain't joking on him no more. <laughs> I got no Larry jokes, bro. The BBLs got y'all. See, see, Bruh. see. I'm gonna blame you for getting too. You keep that going. <laughs> I'm gonna don't don't get shook by that big old juicy BBL, man. Come on, <laughs> stay focused, y'all. I am so shook, man. bro. I'm super shook, man. Me be balling on this, bro. I'm shook. <laughs> that's not the ball. That's his ass cheeks, bro. Oh, oh damn. Oh, no. <laughs> Double cheeked up on a Sunday evening, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. My guy is not going to have another game like this for the entire series. Series, Book it. He is not. He would not have more of an 18 in another game of the series. Oh my gosh. I, I, I have no words. <laughs> oh, oh God. All right. Well, whatever. I have, I have, Brian, we have anything to say? <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. Like that that whole segment by Lee just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, more shooting, more shooting. That's the the zone. That's the give and take. You you have Josh Hart here. He guards Jimmy Butler better. Grimes is the better joint. Is the better zone buster. You only had Grimes only what? Hey, he played like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, Grimes played like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, and I will say this though, like. The way Butler performed tonight, like I'm, I'm cool with giving Butler 25, 25 points on eight of sixteen shooting. But yeah, the Knicks are gonna have to do a better job shutting down the others, especially a guy like Kyle Lowry. Like you can't allow Kyle, Kyle Lowry to give you eighteen off the bench. You just can't. Yeah, yeah. We gotta stop. Their bench is looking stronger than ours right now, and that's why pretty much why we lost. I feel like that's really what it is. <sighs> All right, yo, salute to the chat, man. Salute to everybody. Shout to Amazing 717, Picks for Timmy, Wayne Peterson, Just One NYG, L Marshall. Uh, shout out to Jay Boogie's in the chat. Jay Boogie, I see Jay Boogie in the chat. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Uh, Ernest, Ernesto as well. If you like the show, uh, subscribe to the channel. Like I said before, I'm, I'm new format. 
people watching right right now, I'm taking the show down. Don't worry, I'm gonna upload it right back up. Okay, so uh, shout out to Echelon who sends a super chat says from IQ two dots some chat says from IQ to where are you? Where's our dog? And then he has a little puppy emoji. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are the dogs at? Ain't here, dog. I don't know. You know what? You know what? Matter of fact, you know, I think somebody need to call Ice Spice. We need Ice Spice back at the garden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ice Spice to the podium, please. Ice Spice. <laughs> like, yeah, IQ needs some motivation. There you are. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Yo, Lee. <laughs> Bro. How many random face <laughs> memorabilia do you have, bro? Like, I, Lee has more items with his face on it. <laughs> with people's faces on it. That was just random as hell. I was not expecting How do you randomly have an ice spice flag, dog? Don't ask questions you don't want the answers to, are bro. You munch, Lee? Are you <laughs> Yes, I am, bro. I'm a munch for ice spice. <laughs> Get that kind of Lowry ass, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh man. All Free right. ice spice, bro. Free ice spice. Is she is she trapped somewhere? <laughs> no, nah, get get her MSG, man. Come on. Where do you get an ice spice? Where do you buy an ice spice? Yeah, from? Thing, like, where do you even get that from, man? <laughs> Yo. Dark web. Dark web. Yo, Lee's closet. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> These closet. My, my, oh, my oh man. Yo, Lee. Yo, it's making me looking at. It's making me look at Lee's background right now. I'm looking. <laughs> it's making me examine him even more. <laughs> like what yeah. other? I got the Patrick Ewing blood in the garden. Spike Lee, you know, oh, man. Come on, oh, bro. I see the dolls in the murky. All right. All right. <laughs> Nothing inappropriate. Okay. Nothing. All right. All right. I, I don't know if anybody wants to call in. Why you just want to wrap it up? <laughs> listen, y'all. Listen, listen. I I know y'all hating on me for the cow Lowry, but just remember, even Black China gave her life to Jesus, and she's had turnarounds. So if a sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. It's don't do it for Black China. It's don't do it for Kyle Lowry today. But you never know what tomorrow brings. So you know what? Prayers up. Prayer, prayer, prayers up, my <laughs> Let's go. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, good show, guys. Uh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, shout out to everybody in the chat who, who enjoyed the show and shout out to Ice Spice and shout out Ice Spice. Yeah, and my girlfriend hates this flash, she won't let me hang in the house. She says tacky as hell. But you know what? <laughs> we still flying, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that is a special woman to stay with you. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't joking, man. You ain't joking. Y'all pray for her. Oh, <laughs> You gotta uh, learn so you don't cry, you know. Patience of Job. Patience of oh, we have somebody okay. on the phone. Yeah, All right. somebody, somebody wants to call into this mess. <laughs> <laughs> Rob from Baltimore is on the line. Rob, let us know where you well, you already know. I already know where you're from. What do you want to talk about, Ron? Um, I just want to talk about Quentin Grimes. Um, 
I think he needs to play more because we don't have enough shooting. I love Josh Hart, and I understand why he's starting, but to to match up with Jimmy's size. But this series to me is about we got to make shots at some point. I get it, we got to stop them, but yeah, we need three point shooting. And I, I think Quentin Grimes should start. I think let's put Hart gives you energy instantly. He can come off the bench again. I, I personally. Grimes needs more than 10 minutes. And also another big thing that people forget with Randall is when we usually win games, it's because Randall makes his threes early in the game. We need Randall's three ball to mm. open things up too. So, like, I'm not dissing Obi Toppin, but, like, again, we're it's the sum of the parts type of thing. Like, you're asking guys, and I'm, I'm not – Obi played well, but, like, yeah. I prefer Obi coming off the bench. I prefer Hart coming off the bench. I need Randall back. I think we need more shooting on the floor. Um, and I also thought we lost our poise. Like, Jalen Brunson's going to play better, but they're taking they're, – they're loading up and daring us to shoot. So we need as mm-hmm. much shooting as we can. So whether it's Grimes, whether it's Julius, um, I, I mean, our, we just couldn't shoot from three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Listen, I don't know if you saw the preview show to, uh, yesterday. But I talked about just very predicament. I have a graphic right here. When guarded by Hart during this season, Jimmy Butler shot 27% from the field. That's why, like, all this, all his points today was on leak outs, um, back cuts. They weren't on Jimmy Butler cooking. They had to get him on the move. When he, um, Even though he kind of, you know, nine for nine from the free throw line, he puts him on the line, but he takes away something. Guess. Uh <laughs> When it comes to Grimes, you already see 43% from the field. Not bad. It's not bad, actually. 43% is not bad. It's still a little bit under average. Not as bad, good as 27%. But, you know, it's one of those things, though. But I, I can agree with you. I can agree with you that maybe we need to give Grimes a little bit more a little bit more touches because, like, it's damaging you. Grimes is the zone buster on our team, for sure. I'll just I'll leave you with this, man. Look, it's a long series. We knew this, this was going to be – nobody's winning the series in one game. Yeah, it's tough to lose at home. But just like my whole thing with this is as good as Jalen Brunson is, they, the other guys get paid too. And when they load up on him, yep. as much as people want to hate on Julius Randle, Julius Randle is a mismatch problem. You, like you need his three-point shooting. You need his physicality because they have to guard him. And sometimes they put two on him and it creates – Space for Brunson, and it makes those shots. Some of those shots, I just feel better on the floor with Julius. And I think, I, I, look, we need to win game two, but I need to make things easier for Jalen Brunson. We can't ask him to be Michael Jordan every game. That's why it's a team game, man. So we need Julius back. Coppin will be fine coming off the bench again. We're going to get our team back. We got to get quickly going too. I need to see the Emmanuel quickly of the regular season. No more good Facts. game, bad game, Emmanuel quickly. He's got to be good every game. Facts. Facts. We need you, man. We need all hands on deck. Yep. Get past the second round. Right. It's going to be a dog fight. Good call, <laughs> man. I appreciate you calling. All right, man. I love that call. Great call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another $2 chat says from Echelon says, G dang Lee. Ah, mood. G dang. Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you did there. All right. Next caller up is the man, Jay Boogie. Jay Boogie, what's going on, man? Salute, salute, salute. Three capital S's. One of the S's of sport is Sunday. 
I guess we're getting an early wake-up right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody getting back to reality. Everybody was riding high about what's going on, talking about we did it in five and we can do it in another five and win two series and ten games and all this and that. We playing against the best mind over there in the office and on the bench over there. Them guys know how to think. They know how to think now. They know how to think ahead. They need to. They know how to go back and what happened in the past and rethink that to do. Make sure they don't do it again. They know how to think <laughs> basketball, man. And this is what happened. We was riding a little bit too high about what's going on with the city and with the squad, which is okay. We deserve to feel that. But sooner or later, you're gonna have to get back and play basketball. So this is an early checkup for us. I'm glad it happened early instead of happening in the middle of the other series or towards the end. It gives us a reality check to go back and regroup and become a basketball team again. Too much one-on-one was going on. Too much not believing in the next man. I think Kyle Larry came out there and said, yo, you my son, you my little man, you come from behind me. I think that might have got straight in the Brunson head where all he wanted to see was personal, personal, you know what I'm saying, possessions. Too many personal possessions. Get the ball out your hand. It would have been nice if you had a double-double with 10 assists. When have you had 10 assists in a game? I don't know. And I'm not taking away from your game. I love what you're doing. But sometimes you got to allow the other players to get and get involved. I like what R.J. RJ was doing in, in the first half. They switched RJ to put him in the Julius Randle role, and he was doing what he was supposed to do. He was getting to the basket, he was driving, he was kicking people, getting shots, people was getting buckets. We went away from all that in the second half. We got too comfortable. Guys not even get back. You shoot a train, you only get back. Your man gone, they lobbing the ball over the head. You got to play 48 of effort on this court. Not Nobody's going to win this game in the first half, and you're not going to win it in one game, and you're not going to win this series because of what we did again. It's Cleveland. You're going to have to beat the Miami Heat. So let's go ahead and regroup, get some rest, wash away this game. It's raining in New York. Let it wash away and let's start fresh. <laughs> the next two out of three games, we need to win it like the old school. It used to go two out of three, then three out of five, then four out of seven. We need to take two out of the next three games and come back and start over in game five and handle our business. It showed today. All the ones that saying about Julius, I know a lot of people couldn't wait for us to win to say, I told you we don't need Julius. No, tell yourself the same thing. Yeah, you do need Judas. We need Judas. That's our all-star. That's our MVP, MIP player. Everybody the court on this team right here. Stop acting like we don't need somebody. We need everybody. From the office all the way to the last man on G-Man, on the G-League, everybody has to be accounted for this team. This is a big boy series that can get us to the Eastern Conference. Yeah, we won game round, game one against Cleveland. That's over and done with. The Donovan Mitchell story, that's over and done with. You know what I'm saying? Now you're dealing with Miami Heat, a team that know how to win, a team that just eliminated a champion, a team that know how to, you know what I'm saying, get to the championship, a team that know how to play hard when the team is not looking good. You have to do all phases of the game. If you ain't coaching good, the team got to be playing good. If the team ain't playing good, you got to be coaching good. But if we coaching good and playing good like we did in the first half, you got to continue it to the second half. Don't think that you won the game in the first half. As soon as Miami struck and hit us with a blow, we laid down. Stay down. Artilla, the game, the whole back. Dreams. I'm coming, coming, coming straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. N-N-N-N-Y-C. 